I want to talk about a shooting that uh, shook the city, really shook the city. And it involved two little girls, sisters, playing in a playground with about a dozen hours, uh, others. And then, of course, out of nowhere, they are struck in a hail of what can be called a gun war. And they were both hit. The five-year-old was hit in the stomach. The nine-year-old was hit in the right leg and both miraculously survived. But they shouldn't have to survive because neither should have been hit. And June 14th, as far as I'm concerned, that should have been the wake-up call that no more gun violence would be accepted anywhere in this city. And yet we keep seeing death on our streets. None, of course, more brazen than the one we are speaking of. And now those kids don't go to this park. No one in the neighborhood will use this park. But the little girl's mother is not shrinking away from this and hiding. No, she's decided to take this up and make this a cause. And that hopefully out of some kind of tragedy, she can bring an end to this violence. And she joins me now. Stacy King, good to have you with us. Hi, good evening. How are you? I'm, I'm fine, thanks. But I'm, I'm, I'm interested to know how... You know, I think a lot of people in your position would be extremely angry and would want to just turn the world away. Why are you making a point of speaking out? Because I'm speaking for, on behalf of my children. To, they can't speak for themselves. I'm being the voice that they, that they need. What do your children say to you? What do those little girls uh, say to you following that shooting? I mean, take us through what that was like for you. Um, with my five-year-old, she basically said... Um, why did they have to pick on her? Why did they have to hurt her? Um, she thought she was going to die. Um, she doesn't. She doesn't really understand why she was the one that got hit and hurt. It's hard and to explain that to a child. My, yes, it is. And my nine-year-old says the same thing. They, um, as I said, they're traumatized, and the scars are there. They're always going to have that scar, and they're going to always remember this day, just like I'm always going to remember this day. Their father's always going to remember this day. The whole my family, my friends will remember this day. And something has to be done. This is ridiculous. It's getting worse. Children so, can't play in a playground. Yeah. I mean, certainly gun crime is not new in this city. We know that it hits certain areas worse than others. Um, did you ever think that you would take your children to a playground and in broad daylight they could possibly get in the crossfire? No, and the playground is right in front of my house. So I never thought this would happen. As I said, it's never happened in my community. My area I live is very quiet. This is a shock to my community. It's a shock to my complex. Um, parents don't even let the kids out. Kids don't want to even play. It's just ridiculous. I've been here 11 years, and this has never happened. I've heard of this happening on the news to other people, but I never thought I would be one to go through this right now. And since that day, um, an awful lot of healing, both physically and mentally, are going to have to take place. But since that day, what have you heard from the chief of police, the mayor of the city, and from officials around? Um, I've heard them that they're really looking into to see how they can solve this. They're working really hard on the case to bring my kids' um, case to justice. Um, we're working all together to see what we can do to put a stop to gun violence. And we hear, you know, the chief has spoken publicly, the, the mayor has spoken publicly, and their answer is uh, more cops um, and, and, you know, stiffening up penalties. But I've spoken to other mothers, um, you know, outside of yourself, and I've spoken to those who deal with gang violence, and they have a different approach. What do you believe is the solution? 
I have a different approach just like the other mothers. They need to tap into the root of it. Getting cops out there is not going to solve it. It will solve a little. It will solve, but it's just going to be more fights and more gun violence. They need to get into the roots and find out why it's happening. Why is it getting worse? They need to really start with the young generations in school. They need to get more mentorship programs. They need to open more jobs for youth. Mm -hmm. They need to have more positive role models for youth. Um, they need to go into the jail system and talk to other gang members or gun people that have been in jail and turn this around. Like, they need to really st sit down and get into the root of it. Because as I say, it's a spiritual war. We have heard that that term, the root causes, for a long time now. You know, I've spoken to Odette Shepard over the, the a number of years. Her son, Justin, was, was killed. Uh, that murder continues to be unsolved today. Um, and she, like you, and so many other mothers have stepped forward to fight for change within these communities. And for whatever reason, this cycle of violence just never gets solved. We get a lot of sound bites from politicians. We hear a lot of noise, and then it just gets quiet again, and nothing really gets done. Do you get the sense that your little girls may finally be the reason we get action? Um, yes, I believe so. I strongly believe so. I, ha I have my church that I go to, Global Kingdom Ministry. They're very supportive, and we were just talking about that on Sunday. Um, other churches I've been hearing, I think my girls would somewhere put this to justice. And all the other mothers, I feel sorry for them that dealt with the, losing their children. I've never, my children weren't dead. Mm -hmm. They're still alive. And I don't know what they're going through, but we all need to come together and stand firm and be strong. As I said, it takes a um, village to raise a child. It takes a village to bring this to justice and help put a stop to gun violence. But it's not something that you can just jump into when a child is 15 or 16. They have to have that support. Um, and what's becoming, I think, clear is they have to have that support when they're really, really young. That's why I said we need to start from the school, start from the school, even from grade three and up. Would you welcome things like police officers in the classroom? Would you welcome beat cops who are in the neighborhood who you get to know and trust? Is that also a solution as far as you're concerned? They can start with that, too. That would help. But we need to start from the young generation because the young generation will grow up. And as I said, it has something it could have meant it could be being mental issues. Mm -hmm. It could be growing up in a single household. It could be the poverty rate. Right. Um, they need to make changes, not only just putting out cops out there. That's not going to solve it. They need to get down to the root of it. And so when you say the root, what do you mean? Are you talking community programs? Are you talking about mentorship programs? What is the, the ideal, if you could create the, the perfect um, framework for this, uh, you know? It's more community-centered, more mentorship programs, opening job opportunities for youth, um, talking to um, inmates in jail, open job treats for them in jail. Just all of that could take a factor. What is your community, what are those in the community saying following this? I mean, do you believe that there will come a time when parents will start going back to the park, or do you get the sense that this has really been a turning point? I think this is a turning point for my community. I don't think it's ever going to be the same. And what about those, um, you know, we only know of one of the accused in this case, and certainly that's before the courts, but do you get the sense that there's any remorse from any of these um, people who, who go out and carry out these kinds of real brazen type of gunfights in the middle of the street? Do you think they get do any any remorse? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I can't speak for that, but they should, because how can you take somebody's life? 
How can you live with yourself and look at yourself in the mirror? How can you shoot innocent kids? But then there's the the part of this where the community also has to come forward. Do you get the sense that people in the community who might know them, will they ever change their attitudes and start coming forward with information? I do not know. I hope so. Yeah. All I can say, I put my trust in God and I believe they should. Or how can you be so heartless? How can you be so heartless? How can you look at yourself in the mirror knowing that you know some information? What would you say to them if you could? If you had the opportunity to speak to any of the three? I say that they need to turn themselves in and get the help that they need. It could be a mental issues. It could be scars that they have from their past. We don't know. All I said, they need to turn themselves in and let this justice be ended for all the parents, not only me, mm-hmm. other parents that never got the justice they need. As far as your little girls, certainly the five-year-old, um, you know, she, she had some pretty serious injuries. How is her health today and what kind of recovery, other than the the emotional um, scars that she's going to carry with her for an awful long time, what more physical, um, uh, you know, recuperation does she have to do? We um, Basically, we don't really know what the long-term effects. We don't know if she's going to have um, any kids. There, there's a lot of damage to her stomach, so we're not sh- sure what it's going to do long-term. Mm-hmm. But I hope to God it doesn't affect her life. And how do you heal? I mean, how do you heal what happened to her so that she in the future doesn't, you know, fall to the wrong side? How do you, um, as a mom, as a family, help her recover? I speak to her. Um, I pray with her. I believe strongly in my faith with God. And they, they know too. What program uh, and how can people get more information on your program? Um, they can contact me on my email at Stacy King, S T A C E K I N G, S T A C E S T A C E Y K I N G, and number one at live dot com. Or they can call me on my personal cell. Oh, no, no, oh, oh! Don't put that out there. Don't okay. put that out there because you'll have a million people calling you. Um, <laughs> but are, are you up for this? Because this is a this is a big commitment, and it's uh, it, it, it it can be quite draining. You're up for this challenge, though. Yes, I do, because I have a support team with me that's helping me with this. We will I'm keep. Not by, I'm not by myself. You're not by yourself. Well, that's and and you have a whole city that uh, wrapped their arms around uh, you, your two kids, and uh, hoping for some some better times. But I really appreciate you chatting with me, and I think, uh, Stacy, if there's one draw that I can make over the last few weeks of speaking to you and several others, it's that we've got to get in there much much sooner and with much yes. stronger. Um, you know, involvement all the way around. It just can't be the cops. Yes. I appreciate sure. you talking to us. I agree. Thank you. God bless. Have a good night. Thank you, too. That is Stacey King. And, um, you know, and until violence hit her life, she was just living her life, you know, going to the park, going and spending time in her community. She's got a full-time job. just trying to make ends meet. And it's not until... Uh, violence shatters your very existence that you realize, okay, what what am I going to be defined? How, how will this define me? And clearly, Ms. King has decided that she's not going to sit back. She's not going to blame everyone else. She's simply going to get up and do what so many other mothers have done over the last few years, which is take tragedy or misfortune in their own life and try to do something to better it for other people. And I commend her. It's not easy. Um, I just, it'd be nice if some of the city officials would start listening to her, Audit Shepard, and all the others that are speaking out and saying the very same thing. They're not asking for a handout. They're asking for an investment and a framework of feeling safe. I don't think that's, 
I don't think that's much to ask. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point here on Global News Radio.